Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Searching for Maximum Flavor podcast. Our journey to uncover maximum flavor takes us to the most inspiring places. And today's guest is a whirlwind of creativity and talent. I had the pleasure of sitting down with Jose Mizrahi, TV host, actor, influencer, and versatile artist who simply can't be put into a box. He's been part of several dynamic projects, including Milf Manor on TLC. His boundless enthusiasm will leave you feeling inspired and ready to take on an adventure. I took my sister to the cinema and a girl approached us and asked us if we wanted to be in the movies or in TV or, or like commercials, Nickelodeon, Disney, all that. And I say like, because I was with that mind that it was not possible, I said, no, thank you. But my sister said like, yes, thank yeah. you, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to do it for uh -huh. sure. So without further ado, let's welcome Jose Mizrahi to the show. Today, we have here Jose Mizrahi on the Searching for Maximum Flavor podcast. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank I'm you. so excited to have such a wonderful actor, TV personality, and fill in the blank. You have so many great qualities about <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Chef Adrian. It's an honor and a pleasure being here with you, sharing thank this table, sharing this space, and being able to communicate with everybody around the world um, to show the maximum flavor of my life and your perspective as well. Oh. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Speaking of your life, I want to know about baby Jose. How did baby Jose get started on his path to stardom? Wow. So baby Jose uh, <laughs> <laughs> was born in Mexico City okay. uh, 29 years ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, he was born in a Mexican Jewish family. Mexican Jewish? Jewish. Yes. Okay. So my great grandparents were all born in the Middle East and uh -huh. they, at their time, um, 1900s, 1900s. One, 1906, yeah, in different ages, years, uh -huh. they migrated to Mexico. And uh, then my grandparents came, everybody was born. Why in did they migrate? Because there was uh, political struggles there in, 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 um, in the Middle East. Okay. The, the World War I was almost about to start. Uh, there was a civil war in, in the Middle East. So one of my great-grandparents traveled when he was 13 by himself. So there was a lot of... Wow. Uh, chaos around okay. there. And then the, the the only boats that were available at the time were to America, to American okay. continent. So um, initially they came to New York or to uh, Puerto de Veracruz, which is a port of Veracruz, okay. the main port in Mexico. And some people also migrated to South America, but my great grandparents happened to be coming to, to Puerto de Veracruz in Mexico. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So now that's why you emigrated? Yes. Okay. From the Middle East to Mexico. But um, they established themselves, they started having family, um, and then my grandparents and parents and myself were born in Mexico into a very big Jewish community. Really? So yeah. I didn't know there was a big Jewish community. Huge, huge, huge. Really? Yeah. What was it like being Jewish? Because, I mean, it seems like you're very rooted in your culture. Yes. And growing up in Mexico, what was that like? Honestly, because it's so big in a mm -hmm. way. I mean, it's not as big as New York, for example, or Israel, um, mm -hmm. but it's one of the top, I guess, five biggest, biggest communities in, in, in the world, um, or 10. And the, the, the tradition and the culture, Jewish culture is very, very embedded in, in the people there. They have very strong roots. The, also, we're going to talk about food here, but yeah. the, the cultural aspect of, of how everyone's brought up and a, what the tradition stands for, mm -hmm. it's very, very solid and rigid. So it's sure. it was very, very good. Were you able to get like 
good Jewish food in Mexico? Yes, because I'm very curious. About of that. course, really? of course, yeah, definitely. What was? Give me a dish that you um, grew up having. Yeah. yeah. So my grandparents, being from the Middle East, mm -hmm. they they brought a lot of the recipes mm -hmm. uh, from the Middle East. So they essentially uh, tropicalized uh -huh. their the recipes to Mexico. They added jalapenos or a oh, little bit of spices okay. to their dishes. The but yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there was like uh, the the Friday dinner uh, dishes, mm -hmm. the, the, the the normal dishes, grape leaves. Isn't um, that the, the ground meat inside of the grape kibbe. leaves? Yes. Yeah, I've had that. That's fantastic. Ah, yes, inside of the grape yeah. leaves, yes. Yeah, Very you good. roll it and it looks like a little tube. Exactly, oh, exactly. That's so delicious. Yeah. I love those. Oh yeah, yeah, they're very good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So okay. Uh, culturally, the, um, the Jewish ancestry is very, very well established okay. in Mexico. And did you come from a family that... Actors or TV personalities? No, not at all. You're the first one. I am the first one. That, <laughs> so what that, got that you there? As, that did it as, as a career. My my father, when he was around, uh, like when he was around 20, he did a like a, a, he did theater in, oh. back in Mexico, but not as a career. He was he, it was more like a community type okay. of thing. But still, it was in your blood, though. It was in my blood. Yes. Okay. I I, I yeah I, uh -huh. I guess yeah. Because sometimes a career is a matter of a choice, but the gift is in you. I guess so. Mm -hmm. For me, it was more like a path. It, okay. it found me. Okay. When I came here to to the states, it it actually found me. And and the more I tried to keep on going with my life, I did finance and marketing in college. It it really? kept finding me. When did you cross over um, from Mexico to the United States? Oh, uh, 2010. Okay. So how old were you then? I'm, I was 16. 16. I'm 29. Yeah. Okay. So so you're 16 years old. I'm you're 16 thinking years old. you're not going to be an actor at this time. Uh, no, of course no. not. Because okay. I mean, in Mexico, with my community being as rigid and as solid as it is, mm -hmm. they tend to go more towards the more secure lifestyles, more traditional type being a uh, profession, of course, uh, law, medicine, uh, business, mm -hmm. etc. Uh, and for my grandparents and my parents, the arts was not a very um, how can I put it a very uh, stable. solid stable. Yeah. Uh, exactly, profession. So the more that we have advanced, the more stable it has become in a way and more right. the more impact has in society. So yeah, I mean, at the end, I ended up find, finding it at, at the same time that it has found me. But no, when I arrived here to the States, no. I, I had no idea that I was going to do this at and all. And so when you came over, did you come alone? Did you come with your family? So I came with my mom and my sister. Okay. My father passed away when I was three. Sorry. No, it's okay. Um, but yeah, it was the three of us mm -hmm. and I've, ever since I was a kid, I, I, I've loved music and, and okay. cinema and TV and all that. So I had that, as you said, embedded in my DNA, but I never saw it as a possibility okay. for a career. But, um, it's very funny because when I, when we arrived a few months later, I took my sister to the cinema and a girl approached us and asked us if we wanted to be in the movies or in TV or or like commercials, Nickelodeon, Disney, all that. And I said, like, because I was with that mind that it was not possible, I said, no, thank you. But my sisters said, like, yes, thank yeah. you. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to do it for uh -huh. sure. I'm like, well, yeah, what, what are we going to lose? It's not going to happen, but yeah. Okay. And a few months later, we were doing commercials and doing, yeah. Commercials spots. for what? KFC was my first commercial. Oh. Okay. Yeah, it was oh, crazy. So you were 16. I was, at uh, that time, 17. 17, okay. Yeah. And what was next after that? After that, I finished high school uh -huh. and I did college. Mm -hmm. And while being at college, I I took finance and marketing and I kept on going with um, 
with entertainment as a hobby. Okay. I did Disney. I, I, I was in the map for Magic Kingdom for like two years. Okay. Like the face of the map, carrying a kid. <laughs> I'm, I look yeah. like the happiest person on yeah. earth yeah. carrying a kid, but that kid was very annoying. So it was not <laughs> that funny and fun doing the shoot. But it was it was it was great. It was a great yeah. experience. Disney, they're an amazing company. Um, okay. And yeah, from there, I, I've done Coca Cola, I've done Pepsi, I've done yeah, different 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 things. Gigs, yeah, projects. Okay. And then what led you to this show called? <laughs> MILF Manor. Yeah, well, there's a lot between Disney and MILF Manor. Um, I, oh, yeah, there is, yeah. definitely, and a lot of context. For there. sure. <laughs> no, and I finished college. I started working in the cruise industry, in logistics. Yeah. Cruise industry? Cruise industry. Okay. In so what did you do? In the destination side of it. Oh. Yeah, I did all the logistics for a very strong destination uh -huh. development company. Okay. So I worked with all the cruise lines, bringing all the ships to their, their destinations. Wow. And then the pandemic happened. And okay. And the cruise... Cruises went away. Did, <laughs> did, away. did you travel some more with that job? Yeah. Okay. What yeah. are the best places you've visited? Mainly the Caribbean because that, that's those that's where the um, the destinations of the of that company were. But I, I mean, I've had the opportunity to travel really every all around the world. All around the world. So, In, with yeah. that said, what would be the most impactful place you visited? that's left like this mark on you food-wise, culture-wise, or maybe just the striking culture there? I have many of them. Uh, I have all the day. The first <laughs> one, yeah, perfect. <laughs> the first one would be Australia okay. because I did the study abroad and I lived there by myself. So I, I got wow. to explore the sea, Melbourne uh -huh. uh, in, in its entirety by myself. Mm -hmm. I And it was very... How old were a, you there? I was uh, 20... Three, okay. I think. Wow. So yeah. very young, out yeah, in yeah, a foreign country, very yeah. far, very far away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh definitely. my gosh. They have a great food scene. No, they have an amazing culture, gastronomic culture mm -hmm. for sure. And uh, the coffee culture yes. there is outstanding. Outstanding. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. So. My One of the things or one of the moments that kickstarted my career was an Australian cooking competition. No way. Yeah. So I had to work with Australian lamb. I had never heard of Australian lamb. I never heard of like even the really the culinary scene there. And this was back in... um. This was like 2003, 2004, okay. and they were really making their mark on the culinary scene. And once I tried it, I just, they're like, here, play around with this product. And I tried lamb and I was like, oh my gosh, this is unlike anything we've ever had in the States. But what's different from the Australian oh, lamb? and The way that they grow, like, so their grass, the, their pastures is all organic. It's very eh? sweet. They mm. treat it with respect. They don't, uh, the, the way they treat the animals in general, you, you could taste it. You know, um, the gaminess that most people here are mm. like, I don't like lamb because of that gaminess. Australian lamb does not have that. Wow. It's just sweet. It's, it's, I mean, it's clean. That's what it is. Awesome. Yeah. But yeah, Amazing. Australia has a very special place Australia, for me. And then when, mm -hmm. when I was there, I took the chance of being on the other side of the world and I went to Asia. I, I ended up also going wow. to Africa. So yeah, I've had, um. So you've taste tasted of, your yeah. way around the world. <laughs> yes, like, yeah, yeah, I have. I've tasted everything. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And oh Europe gosh. as well. So, yeah. In Europe, what's your favorite country in Europe? Mm, Spain is one of the top. Okay. My top countries in Europe, definitely. Okay. Yeah. And now to circle back to your roots, Middle East. How mm -hmm. about the flavors of the oh, Middle East? What's your favorite? Fantastic. What favorite country or favorite dish from the Middle East? Uh, it has to be a dessert. The baklava. Okay. Oh. I love yes. baklava. <laughs> I, I, I oh. absolutely love baklava. Yes. So what's the secret to a good baklava? 
Eh, pistachio. The good, good pistachio. Quality, the good, yeah. I was going to say, it's got to be the good kind. Yeah. So when you have it here around town, mm. are you like, this is the good pistachio, this is not the good pistachio? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm very open into what I taste. I'm, I'm not very vocal uh, yeah. in, in saying, oh, that's a great baklava, or that's a not that good baklava. I just enjoy it by myself and, mm. and, and, and let myself be surprised by the taste. That's such a good point of view. Um, before we started, you were talking about how you don't like labels. Yeah. So I, I believe that we're all human beings and the more labels that we put on ourselves, we put ourselves in cages. So yes. if I'm um, an actor or I'm a model or I'm a photographer, I can be all those things and more. I'm not going to limit myself to a word or, or, or a specific section of, of, of my life. I mean, everything is a compliment to myself. Mm -hmm. I'm an, a human being. I am Jewish. I am Mexican. I am also a, becoming an, uh, I'm an American. I'm going, going to become Spanish as well. Yeah. Um, I like this. I like that. I do this. I do that. And everything is me. Yes. I'm not going to let myself be um, determined or defined by something so small as a word. Oh, that's, wow. That's mm -hmm. such a, you're saying small as a word. But that thought is just so big and it's beautiful. Uh, okay, so we've traveled. Now we're Australia. We went to Africa. Yeah. We, we went to <laughs> Europe. Okay, and then what brought you back here? Well, uh, I, I graduated uh -huh. here in Florida International University. Okay. For all the Panthers. I, <laughs> yeah, I'm a Panther too. Okay. Um, yeah, and after college, I did uh, the cruise mm -hmm. industry. And yeah. then after that, I started in TV. Okay. I did a, a reality show, competition show with Telemundo. Okay, called? El Domo del Dinero. El Domo del el, Dinero. El Domo del Dinero. In, in dinero. English would be Money Dome. Oh, okay. Like a dome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a competition between two teams. I mm -hmm. was the team captain of the orange team. Uh, sadly, we didn't finish. Ah. Win we didn't end up winning, but I made it all the way to the final and it was an amazing experience. After that, I did a show, a hosting show. Um, I hosted a show for music. Okay. I interviewed different artists and singers. And So was there something, and let's rewind, yeah, yeah. because there had to be a pivotal moment there where you did that reality show, the Domo de Dinero. Domo, eh, yes, eh, yes, that gave you that confidence to then, I'm going to do this. Yes. Okay. So ever since I started uh, the first commercials or first projects in entertainment, I've find that I have a strong connection with it. But it was not until El Domo Linero that I was in front of the camera for four months and doing that my life yeah. that I didn't decide, okay, forget about everything else. This is your calling. This is something yeah. that you enjoy doing. This brings you peace, brings you emotion, brings you passion. Joy. You should, yeah, joy. You're talking about it and you're exactly. like, yes. Yeah, so... Stop wasting time in, in, in doing what other people think that they want for you yes. and do whatever you want for yourself. Yes. So I started doing that. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So now you're hosting. So I did hosting for a year and a half in a, in a show of a music show. Mm -hmm. After that, uh, I did a scripted show. Okay. Uh, called Juego de Mentiras with Telemundo. Juego de Mentiras. It, it Juego was, de Mentiras. It, yes. It's a uh, game of lies. I'm Since my father passed away when I was three, it's been 26 years, um, we've had a very strong relationship between my sister, sure. my mom, and myself. So uh, every single moment that we have, we take advantage into making the best out of it. Yeah. So that opportunity for that show came from nowhere, and I signed up 
myself and my mom. And everything happened according to their God's plans in a way. Yeah. I and always say that yeah. God's plan. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think that's one of the reasons that I'm here with you. Oh, <laughs> no? and I'm here with you. Exactly. Yes, I agree. Oh my gosh. Yeah, everything um, sums. Everything adds up. It does. It absolutely does. Yeah. So speaking of summing up, what's next for you? What's or what's your goals? What are your plans? Since you don't have really any labels, where yeah. you know, if I was to look at Jose in ten years, where would he be? Well. Um, What I one of the things that I want and plan to do is mm -hmm. opening a production company. Okay. Following the Adam Sandler model. Oh, like uh, yeah. is it Happy Madison? Happy or? Madison Productions. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Love that. I, I really admire how mm -hmm. Happy Madison Production came to be and mm -hmm. how it has been successful throughout the years mm -hmm. and how uh, having a core team with people that you uh, enjoy working with, trust, mm -hmm. and they're equally as talented as you, and you uh, um, push them to grow with yep. you. It's something that I admire a lot. And I know a lot of people that are very talented. I have very good relationships yes. with them. Yeah. So I am all about bringing talent together to make something more meaningful and, and have a better impact. Meaningful. Yes. Absolutely. For me, building anything, whether it's a restaurant, whether it's this podcast, whether mm -hmm. it's writing a book, if I'm not building it with the people that I love that mean something to me and, you know, and are as equally or more talented that I am, then what's it all for? Right. Like you're Definitely. you're building your story as you're going. And um <coughs> sorry. No, that's so yeah. awesome that you're mindful of that. Yeah. That's that's great. Totally. Oh my totally, gosh. Totally. So okay, your production company outside of outside of TV and entertainment, are there any goals that you have? Because you're just this big personality. Yes. Oh, yes, yes, okay. yes. I think that also well, outside entertainment, yeah. I'm also Well, it has to do with entertainment, but I'm also working with a company, a tech company mm -hmm. that uh, focuses on bringing influencers and uh, brands together. Okay. And it's really has established a, a, a new benchmark for digital marketing and, and influencer marketing. So it's very, it's been very exciting working with them and um, really seeing um, the influencer marketing grow firsthand into a next level. Oh yeah. Of 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 art marketing in Absolutely. a way. I, I mean, yeah. I think it is marketing. Yeah. That's it. I don't think people see an ad anymore and just react to it. Exactly. You react to influencers. Yeah. You know, that's really the truth. Yeah. <laughs> so exactly. I want to know what's the biggest adventure of your life? The biggest adventure of my life, uh, one, well, one of them has to be Australia. Mm -hmm. Really having my bags packed and going all around the world uh, by myself. Mm -hmm. and meeting p new people every single day. I arrived to Australia on Valentine's Day. Uh -huh. And my first friends uh -huh. <laughs> were two girls that had a free hugs sign. Uh -huh. And uh, like we started talking and we ended up connecting because uh, they knew someone from Mexico that I, like a friend of mine from Mexico. So it, it, was, in it was insane. It was okay. insane, yeah. They ended up being Mexican uh -huh. as well, but I didn't know. Mm -hmm. So when they were like free hugs, I'm like, ha, ah, that's awesome. That's cool. I'm by myself here. So okay. what's up? Yeah. Free hug. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and then we became very, very close friends. And from there, I we ended up meeting, doing like a group of 120 Mexicans. It, it was crazy. Oh my God. Crazy. Okay, we, so we went to a, a vineyard together. It was uh, very good. So Australia is the greatest adventure of your life. One so far. One of them okay. so far, yes. Number two. The number two adventure of my life would have to be Asia. 
Okay. Yeah, I went uh, with my sister, my mom, and my grandparents to a cruise all around Asia, and it was very special. Yeah, Ooh. I tried some of the most weird things I've ever tasted in my life, but and I saw some of the nicest places I've ever seen in my life as well. Awesome. Yeah. And being a reality star, yeah, you've had to, and I mean, an actor in general, you've had to have some awkward experiences. With people? So with people on set. Can you give me one of the like the funniest moments or awkward moments behind the scenes? <laughs> Something that you're like, oh my God, I can't believe this happened. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Okay. So um, one that I can think of right now is actually in that Asia trip. Okay. Um, <laughs> my, my hair, uh -huh. it's salt and pepper. My hair, I have it like this because of the character that I just did. Oh, oh okay. Yes, but, but my hair is usually longer and salt and pepper oh. and curly. Salt so, and pepper, but you're 29. I am. Oh. Uh, yeah, I'll show you a photo. Oh. Yeah, it's it's okay. it's very salt That's and very pepper. That's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's, it's uh -huh. 60% white and 40% uh, okay. brown. Mm -hmm. So one of my funniest stories and moments there was uh, we took a tour mm -hmm. and it was um, Xiamen, China. Okay. And the, the tour guide, she was super lovely. And after the tour, there was like 10 girls waiting for us to mm -hmm. arrive because they wanted to meet me <laughs> but I didn't know so they, she she like texted her, her friends that um to join us in the port before yeah. right before we went on board so they we took photos we took videos and we met each other and it was, it was super know. nice yeah Aww. but it was nice and how about like on set on set I mean it's always very fun on set yeah uh, with bloopers and different takes and um yeah, especially with action, action um, stunts and all that. And this, this show that I'm that I just finished shooting has a lot of action sequences. Okay, so is it is it a departure from what you have done so far? Is this, a, you know, a milestone? Definitely, really? it's the first time I ever do a bad guy. Oh, yeah. I'm okay, so this is villain hair. Yes, it's very ah. villain. It's like super gang. <laughs> okay. Yeah, my, they cut my my my. ¿Cómo se dice? Mi ceja. ¿Cómo se dice la ceja? Eyebrows. My eyebrows. Yeah. Okay. They cut my eyebrows. They put uh, rings here, here. Yeah, crazy. Okay. But yeah, there was also a lot of action sequences, and my character's fate uh, is very intense <laughs> as well. So okay. I don't want to spoil anything. But yeah, it, it's definitely one of uh, my hugest, my biggest milestones. Very cool. So we talked about adventure. We talked about how you got here. Yes. Are you ready to go on an adventure with me? Definitely. Okay. Have you been blindfolded before? I haven't in this uh, format, but I have, I have been blindfolded before a few <laughs> times. <laughs> we'll see. So how this is going to work is I'm going to guide you step by step. You're just going to listen to my instructions and we're going to go step by step and you're going to eventually taste the food. You're going to try to figure out what it is you think you're eating and then we're, we're going to talk about it. Okay. Amazing. We're going to figure out if you're right or wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I okay. love it. So you're going to place your hands right in front of you, just like that. And you're going to inch your way towards the center until you touch the plate. Yep. You okay. got it. Fantastic. Okay. So you are going to now using your fingers... Go okay. towards the center of the plate slowly. Feel for the different textures, the temperature. Yes. See if there's anything familiar just by the touch. We are now focusing on the sense of touch. Okay. okay. Now there are multiple things on this plate, so don't stick just to one item. Go for all over the plate. See if maybe the shapes, the mm -hmm. way that it feels. 
Describe to me what you're, what are you experiencing right now? Um, I think this is kind of, it has a texture like of a nigiri or something like that. Okay. A, like a, a fish type of thing, maybe. Okay. Um, is it soft? Is it firm? It's very, it's soft, okay. but it's also a uh, solid in a way. I mean, it's not, yeah, it, it's soft, but it's also strong. Okay. Now try to smell it. Let's see, bring some, bring your nose towards the plate or bring the item towards your nose. Okay. Let's see. Is there anything that you smell right off the top? Not no. really. No, so it's not fishy. It's not fishy at all. Okay. That's very good. Okay. All right. So now what you're going to do is mm -hmm. whatever's in your in your fingers, mm -hmm. you're going to bring it to your mouth. Okay. Now you're going to taste it. Okay. Now there are other ingredients on that dish, and I want you to pick up something else mm -hmm. that's on the dish and I, put it in your mouth as well. I sense olive oil. Okay. Mmm, it's sweet. Okay. Uh, onion? Onion, okay. <laughs> huh? No? No. <laughs> I mean, you could be right or wrong. I'm not okay. going to tell you yes or no yet. Okay. I want so, you to try it together. Tell me the flavors that you're experiencing. Okay, perfect. Sweet, sour, salty, bitter, spicy, Fantastic. any of that. Okay. Is it together here? Yep, okay. yep, you got it. So it's sweet with a little bit of salty. Okay. The texture is very peculiar. It it didn't smell fishy, but it I I don't know if it's fish. Okay. That I'm tasting with um with this. Maybe like um a sashimi mm -hmm. with a yeah, with some vegetable or like onion on top, maybe. Okay, so if you can have one more bite, if you want to make sure that that's your final answer, your final guess. Mm -hmm. It's crazy how it works without the eyes. Yeah. Mm. I can also hear it, like biting, mm -hmm. the texture, how it hears inside my mouth. Sometimes the way it sounds, the way it crunches, mm -hmm. makes it familiar, makes it easy for us to identify what the ingredient actually is. So I, I'm going to go with... Tuna sashimi. Okay. So now you have a napkin right under your right hand. Yep. You can use that napkin okay. and then you could take your blindfold off. Amazing. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, yeah. It is? Yes. And it is. Yes. So and bell pepper. Yes. So what it is, is a very simple, it is a tuna sashimi. So we use, good? it's a very good tuna. So if if you smelled fish, immediately you would know that it's fish. Definitely. So using a high quality ingredient, obviously, especially with seafood or fish, uh -huh. very important. Um, you were right when you said olive oil. So the viscosity and the smell, the aroma of olive oil, immediately you uh -huh. know that it's olive oil. You right. know it's not canola oil. You know it's not avocado oil. Uh -huh. Little bit of sea salt flaked over the top. If we yes. would have put soy sauce, you would have immediately been like, this is tuna and so, you know. And then you have a candied pepper chutney over the top. Mm. And it does have onion. So yeah. you were right. Okay. Yeah. I, I The crunchiness of the sea salt, I, yes. I perceived it and it was, yeah, amazing. What was the, the thing that you experienced first? Was it the sound? Fish. 
Was oh, it texture? The, was it? Well, I first touched it. So right. I I started uh, like the parts of the fish. But when you touched it, was it immediate like, no, this is tuna? Or did you have to rely on another sense to reveal to you that it, in fact it was tuna? Because the tuna is so smooth mm -hmm. and it I, essentially it melts in your mouth and it melts in your fingers, I had my doubts. Okay. I, the first instance, I'm like, okay, there might be mm -hmm. some fish. But then when it I started breaking it down, because it's so fresh, I'm like... I did something else. <laughs> and yes. the smell also, it, it it didn't give it away. So okay. I love it. Yeah. Did you like your experience? Did yeah. you? Okay. Can I keep eating? <laughs> yes, please do. Thank you. Um, we're going to go for round two, though. Oh, you, oh, <laughs> oh, you want to blindfold yourself. Yeah. <laughs> it, it it actually does make the, the, the experience very, very different when you taste it. I'm going to I'm gonna try the different aspect of it. Because, because right now, when you see it, you go for whatever is more, um, yeah, better for your eyes. Absolutely. So I always say when I host dark dining mm. at my restaurant, I always say when you see a glass of champagne, a glass of champagne is one of the things that all over the world you toast to any like important occasion, you're celebrating a glass of champagne, clink, clink, you mm -hmm. know, but you see the bubbles, right? Mm -hmm. And as soon as you see it, you get that puckery feeling right behind your ear because mm -hmm. you know it's going to be like that, like eating sour candy mm -hmm. and that effervescent feeling on your palate. Yeah. By looking at that glass, you know that experience that you're about to have. But if you have champagne blindfolded, it's like, what a shock. Yeah. Yeah. The texture is what gets you first. Then the flavor of champagne actually hits you in your nose before it hits your palate. Mm. So- strikingly different experiences when you can see a glass of champagne and when you can't. Interesting. Mm -hmm. yep. I'm going to try that. <laughs> Next time I drink yeah. champagne, I'm like... Oh! <laughs> yeah. Are you ready for round two? Yeah, yeah let's do okay. it. Mm. <laughs> oh, so I see that the sense of smell already kicked in. Yes, it okay. does. So in round one, mm -hmm. you actually were the first to immediately dig in with your hands, yes. which is your like primal instinct. I'm glad you went with it. Yeah. You, uh, for this one, though, I think you're going to need the fork. Okay. However, I do want you to still do the same thing where you're going to inch your hands forward okay. until you touch the plate. Uh -huh. And then using your hands, inch your way into the center of the plate, um, feeling for different textures on the dish. But with the fork this time? No, this, with your hands still. Oh, same thing. But we're going to eat with the fork after. Ah, okay, I mean, unless, okay, okay, unless yeah. you want to continue with your no, hands. I mean, it's, it's part of but the experience, I guess. You can decide after you run your fingers across the dish mm -hmm. and feel for the different textures. Okay. okay. This is warm. Okay. So temperature first. Temperature is warm. Okay. This is a filet. A filet. Okay. Okay. It has a like a... Uh, blackened or a crust on top, I guess, or it's also it's how it's cooked. Okay. Um, okay, this is like a vegetable, I believe. A vegetable? Okay. It's a vegetable. This might be a... Well, I don't know if it's a carrot or zucchini or something like that. Um, part of the filet, so the whole filet is here. Okay, you're feeling top. your way through the dish for sure. Yes. Okay. The filet is on top of a amount of probably vegetables. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say rice because I don't feel rice. Okay. But it's everything is very it's warm and smells delicious. Do you feel confident enough to use your hands or do you want to yeah. use the fork? 
I mean, I, I think it's part of the experience, not to, to do to do it with the hand. Yes, let's go with the hands. Okay, so I love this. Let me this. break it down first. Yeah. Because of the way it's breaking down, I think it might be fish. Okay. Hmm. Okay. So break it down and take um, take a little piece towards your mouth. Yes. Smell it first. Mm -hmm. It might be salmon, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Okay. It okay. is fish. Okay. So now take with your other hand the uh, other part. some the other components. Yeah. Okay. Mmm. That's is it sweet potato? No. No, it's it's potato. Okay. Mmm. And then what are you tasting as far as flavors? Potato and a a fish. I don't know if it's salmon or another type of white fish. Okay. Let me see this. This feels also warm a little bit. It might be it's a vegetable. I okay. It's like it's not. I don't think it's spinach, but it's. You don't think it's spinach? I don't know. How about know. flavor wise? Are you tasting it's salty, salty, savory? It's salty, savory. Mm -hmm. um, Earthy? Anything? No, no, it's not dry. It's, uh -huh. it's uh, yeah, it's not dry. But it's it's actually. Mm hmm. Mm. Okay, I know this. I know this taste. It's like um. It's not like a coleslaw, but it's from the family of coleslaw, I believe. Okay. Mm. And this this is definitely fish. Let me see if it's if I can taste the salmon or if it's something like a white fish. Hmm. When you're saying you're talking about salmon and white fish, is there something for you in your yes. mind that you can tell the difference without looking at it from mm -hmm. a salmon to a white fish? Yes, I think the texture of it and the taste of it. I think it, it is salmon. Also the skin on top, well, or the preparation. I don't know if it's blackened or not, but the preparation of it, I think that it's might be salmon. Okay. Now it's I know delicious. you have a you said you think it's delicious, mm -hmm. but you've mm -hmm. had salmon before, right? In uh, specifically in Australia. In Australia, I've had salmon. New Zealand also. Oh, New Zealand. Okay. And here, here okay. in Miami, there's a, a lot of places with very good salmon. There's a sauce, a sweet sauce that I okay. didn't taste before. I love. Okay. Mm. So now you picked up salty, savory, sweet. sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Mmm, that sauce is fantastic. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So tell me about a time that you had a salmon. I think it was in Australia mm -hmm. and it was a bad salmon. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> when I arrived to Australia in the first few weeks, I decided to cook in my house. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So I cooked the salmon and I thought that... Oh, you made the salmon. Yeah, I made the salmon. <laughs> And I and I use Himalayan pink sea salt. Yes. Uh, man, yeah, pink Himalayan salt to condiment the salmon. Yeah. I, yeah, season the salmon. To season the salmon, I think it was the it was like putting the salmon back in the in the ocean again and eating it from the ocean oh, no. because it was very salty. <laughs> 
but this is not like that at all. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, it was um, a disaster. Oh my gosh. Mm. It's very good. Okay. So uh, you feel confident enough in what this is? So I would say it's a salmon filet Okay. on top of a vegetables. Within the vegetables, it's like there's potato. There could be some um, carrots and a, some green leafy um, vegetables as well with a sauce. I think the sauce, if I can imagine the color, it might be like yellow. Yellow sauce. Okay. <laughs> or, yeah. So uh, at your right hand, about two inches downward from your right mm -hmm. hand, you're going to find a napkin. There okay. you go. Okay. And then you can take your mask off. Woohoo. Okay. And then we're going to see if you're right or wrong. Um, Drum roll, please. Hey, <laughs> hey, yes. It is salmon. It is salmon, salmon filet. Yeah. So you really were able to identify not just the protein, but the cut of protein, which was very, very intuitive, spot on. Um, this is sweet chili garlic potatoes. Okay. So yes to the sweetness. Potatoes. And the color. And the of color. The sauce. Yeah. <laughs> My intuition yeah, is it's it's spot on, mm -hmm. and then that's just garlic sa sautéed spinach. So it was spinach. It was spinach, yes. But it, we might have thrown you off a little bit because we don't cook the spinach to death. So where it's really familiar, um, it's, it has a little crunch left in it. So mm -hmm. that might be like, oh wait, no, it may not be spinach. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's actually one of our signature dishes at the restaurant at Chef Adrian's. And oh. it's a play on that's, you know, sweet and spicy mm -hmm. and a little savory. So I hope you liked it. I love it. No, thank you. Thank you. So what did you think of dark dining? Uh, fantastic. I mm -hmm. think it's, it, 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 as you said, it um, elevates all the other senses, uh, yeah. putting the sight um, to the side. Yeah. And it gives you actually a very different experience into what you're used to while eating. And then it gives you more it makes you more conscious into yeah. what you're eating, putting more attention to the flavor, to the textures, not only what you see. Yeah. And you enjoy dining much more. Oh, that's that's exactly what I think. And yeah. that's what I wish that everybody would enjoy, even when they're not blindfolded. You know, as a chef, you want people yeah. to be present. Well, um, you took time to create this dish. You don't, you know, sometimes guests don't know the story behind the dish and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So you want them to be present, but then you want them to be really into the flavors that you composed and yeah. not just like look at it and blah, you know this you know, makes you really be part of the experience for sure you know what was happening in my mind with my eyes closed and blindfolded while i was tasting and touching what? everything have you seen ratatouille yeah <laughs> yes Where everything is dark pitch black mm -hmm. and then the colors start start coming out coming. yes that happened in my mind <laughs> oh my gosh yeah, it was that's funny good. that you mentioned ratatouille yeah. yes <laughs> Chef Remy, Chef yeah. Adrian. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having fun with me. This was a blast. It you know? was a blast. Thank you for going too. on this culinary adventure. For sure. Um, so for those of us that want to follow you, want to know what's next, want to yes. keep up with your amazing career, where can we find you? For sure. You can find me on Instagram mm -hmm. at jose.mizrahi. That's mm -hmm. J-O-S-E dot M-I-Z-R-A-H-I. Okay. I have um, my website as well, josemizrahi.com, mm -hmm. um, TikTok, Etc. YouTube, etc. And yeah, and you can you can find us in our stories. We're gonna well, I'm gonna post and we'll, and we'll I'm be gonna repost. Yeah, we're gonna be yeah. sharing this whole experience on Instagram and um, and yeah, we would love to connect with with all of you guys. Yep. 
Thank you for joining me thank today. Thank you very I much, had Chef. It was such a blast. It was very special. Thank you, you made it very, very special. Thank and the whole team, thank you very much. Thank you. It's delicious. Can I take it home? Yes. <laughs>